Bam 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 Hi everyone, welcome back to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. The um sassy, fun, jovial woman sitting across from me. Oh. I said that while I was shimmying. Yeah, so I was like, are you talking about yourself? It's, no, because I'm looking over at Lisa as I'm doing the intro. She's winking. She's making duck lips. That's Lisa Linky. I'm Misty Stinnett. Um, I've had a cup of coffee. Uh-oh. I'm really tired. It's the morning time. Uh, my company hosted a party last night, mm. and here I am doing my best. You're doing great. Thanks so much. Um, this is a podcast where we read books or some shit and tell you about them. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Oh, well, it's a comedy self-help podcast. And so each week we read and review a popular self-help That's what book. we do. We tell you the highs and lows and tips and tricks and all the good major Picks points and pans, about it. That's right. As the Lisa loves the to say. Um, the point is we're reading mm-hmm. the books so that you don't have to. That's right. Or if you like what you're hearing, you know you're going to enjoy that book and you can go buy it. Because we and can't get... cover all that content in an hour. Exactly. And you can support the author. But the the whole goal is to give you... The golden nuggets of wisdom and or garbage that the authors have put on paper mm-hmm. to stand the test of time. the end of time <laughs> as authorities on thin. This is going off the rails. No, nope, you're doing great. You and, get um, it. So also you can sound like a real know-it-all at parties. Yeah. Or if somebody in your family or friend group is like, you need help, you can be like, well, I got something. The point is, either way, you're going to be insufferable. Yeah. And that's our goal is, is to, to make, make you a world full of insufferable people. Because it's not self help till you, till you've alienated everyone around you. We're and we're nearly there. We're with this nearly, intro. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I I constantly am like, well, actually, as Brene Brown says in her oh, seminal no. work, daring greatly. It's Try like, why just have I become the word actually? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was so much well, more tolerable. As Brene Brown says. Yes. Her, oh yeah. 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 That's yeah. anyway. Yeah. Look, I've become a very niche person to be around. <laughs> I love it. My, <laughs> you're my niche. You're my niche. Ooh, um, you're my niche. You're my niche. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Self-help is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Anyway. So, Lisa. We cuss, FYI. Oh, we do cuss. And it's not because we're trying to show you how edgy or hard we are. Like I think those qualities. I think those qualities come out. Immediately, yeah. <laughs> when you see us, um, but it's because that's the way we talk. <laughs> it's colloquial. You, when you see us, that was such a delayed reaction on my part. I apologize. <laughs> it's but the morning. You. That was so fucking funny. As Thank I sit you. here and my unwashed hair of days and <laughs> i have a very short haircut now that that makes me look like a fun little girl. Oh, no, you're so cute. See, yeah, you just said no. You're so cute. Yeah, but I'm when I, I see a fun little girl, I'm not like. You're so cute. I'm like, get away from me. Okay. So Lisa's going to present a book to us. I am. And I'm going to listen. Maybe you're going to carry it too. I'm going to carry it across the desert of ignorance. Because this is not not a me lecture. Mm -mm. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you, raise your vibration. No, wait, wait. One hundred eleven practices to increase your spiritual connection by Kyle Gray. 
Well, uh, Misty, talk to me about well, what you see on this book. I'm sorry, 111? So this is, we're going to talk about this. Why? Okay, we'll talk about it. Okay, actually, the book is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Lisa is holding across from me the paperback version, and it is... It's a black background, and it's got beautiful stars, almost like a galaxy, at the top of the bottom. Mm-hmm. And in silver print, it says Razor Vibration yes. by Kyle Gray. Yes. Um, and then, oh, she's <laughs> unfolded the, the so jacket. It, com- it comes with, like, your own little bookmark yeah, situation bookmark the, built in with the uh-huh. jacket. And just so, as Misty says... Um, there is no hard. There is no hard co- uh, cover. It's not that kind of book. As <laughs> says. There are some quotes. Oh, here are the quotes. Kyle Gray is an incredibly talented medium and guide for a new generation of spiritual seekers and the already converted. That's from Gabby Bernstein. Uh, the next one is Gabby Bernstein's a big deal in this world. Um, Kyle Gray is now one of the most successful. Angel readers in the UK from Psychology's magazine. Mm-hmm. Not real. Um, the hottest name in spirituality, Soul and Spirit magazine. Actually, I feel like um, a hotter name instead of Kyle Gray would be like Kylie Gray, <laughs> like Kylie Grass. I do want to say that this book was given to me by my good friend, Colleen. Thank you, Colleen. Who also gave me When Things Fall Apart. Oh, she's a friend, a dear, dear friend of the podcast. She keeps giving you homework. How to be Parisian wherever you are. Oh, Colleen. Yeah. So this was a birthday gift for me, um, I believe, two years ago. And I'm finally getting around to it. Right. So I have, um, yeah, I have. So on the back of the book, it says like, um, the key in this book, Kyle explains how you too can deepen your connection with the divine. The key is to raise your vibration, and Kyle teaches you how to do this by cultivating practices and habits such as trusting and developing your inner guidance, expressing yourself in a way that's filled with the purest integrity, hey. giving and receiving in a way that's balanced, Ooh. manifesting and creating a life you love and deserve, and much more. Mm. And she gave this to me at a time where I was really kind of like stuck in my career. Oh. Um, and so I was like, oh, that's great. And so I thought this would just be like, a book full of um, affirmations. I, I didn't know. What, no, like, not affirmations, but just kind of like a series two steps. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is not that. Oh, really? Um, but there's 111 this practices. Is what, that's why it got me. Okay, here we go. Eat this a cheeseburger. Copyright in 2016. The Kindle is 9.99. The paperback is 13.86. The Audible is 18.89. Narrated by Kyle Gray. And as of course, always, you can probably find used cheaper mm-hmm. and use Overdrive app if it's available in your library system, mm-hmm. um, etc. Uh, he was named the hottest name in spirituality, as you mentioned, by Soul and Spirit magazine. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he's also from the UK, so that may be over there. Oh. Now, from um, kylegray.co.uk. Oh, rolls have, off the tongue. Mm-hmm, Kyle Gray is a spiritual teacher with a difference. What? With his sharp wit, <laughs> need for truth, and a desire to shed light upon some of the more complex spiritual subjects, Kyle has become one of the most sought-after experts within his field. With spiritual encounters from an early age, he was just four years old when his grandmother's soul visited him from the other side. What? 
uh, growing up, I almost said glowing up. Growing that, no, up, that's probably accurate. Kyle has always had the ability to hear, feel, and see what goes on beyond natural senses, which eventually led him to discovering the power of angels and positive energy in his teens. Kyle's presence and energy are infectious. He's a game changer who exudes courage and enthusiasm. It is evident through his commitment to this work that Kyle believes that spiritual connection is possible for anyone and he is doing everything he can to make this possible and accessible. So he was real popular in high school. He was super popular. Um, I do. It's 2016. I just see. Um, in the book about the author, it does say that. And then it says, now at just 28, he is one of the most hip, what? Mm-hmm, hip and sought after experts in his field. So as we sit here, he's 31. That's right. Okay. With his unique ability to stay grounded and keep it real, oh. he reintroduces the idea of angels and spirituality in an accessible way and believes he can bring ancient spiritual knowledge across in a modern way to help the reader of today. He speaks all around the world and his talks in the UK and Europe have been known to sell out. He's based in Glasgow, Scotland, where he runs Glasgow. his boutique yoga and meditation studio. His boutique? Is it on a boat? The Zenden. The Zenden in Glasgow. In Glasgow. Um, okay, so uh, uh, here are his credentials also from his website. <laughs> He's an international speaker and best-selling author of seven books, including the much-loved Angels, angel prayers, and raise your vibration. Mm-hmm. He also co-created three oracle card decks, angel prayers, keeper of the light, and angels and ancestors. I don't know what that means. Oracle card decks are like tarot card decks, but um, uh, a little different. But you create, you make them up? Yep. Oh. They have wowed his audience by bringing a modern and exciting face to the angels, ancestors, and ascended masters. Wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kyle's, so those are, um, oh God, what is the name of that? When you have your, uh, Lisa's got her thinking face on. Lisa's get my friend cute CJ read my. Um, uh, it's gone. I'm sorry. It's gone. I've taken so much medicine this morning. Maybe you need to pray to your angels for the knowledge. So to basically, come back. you read your t- Akashic records. That's it. Akashic what's a, records. What's Akashic records? So basically, they. There is a line of spiritual uh, practice that believes that your ancestors, masters, teachers, angels, all of that are accessible to people who study Akashic, um, who like are in this spiritual spirituality and that they can access and speak to these. They're like a medium to speak to these people. Oh, so you can go and have your Akashic records read, and they open your Akashic records and then speak to your ancestors, teachers, um, meet uh, all of these people. Is it meant to be like an energy blueprint? No, like you ask them, you can ask them questions. You can they give you answers. You can seek wisdom from them. They can kind of tell you stuff, and it's going through this person who you're talking to about it. But uh, what's an Akashic? But it's a record of something in that somewhere in the universe, the record of. Everything is written. Oh, I'm I'm okay. doing a terrible job. That may not oh. be true, but that is that's okay. the, the the thought I had when I did it. I'm already off the rails with this book. Great, here we go. Kyle's books and cards have been translated in many languages and currently have sixty plus international publishing deals, allowing the sacred work to reach far and wide across the globe. All of his books and decks are published with Hay House, which is oh, the biggest mind body spirit publisher Louise in the world. Louise Hay's publishing mm-hmm. of You Can which Heal Your Life Fame is the biggest mind body spirit publisher in the world. Yep. Kyle also hosts a weekly radio show on Hay. 
Hay House Radio called Angel Club and is a weekly contributor in Woman's World magazine with a column titled My Guardian Angel. Uh, he's received several awards. He received the 2016 Kindred Spirit Magazine Mind, Body, and Spirit Personality of the Year Award. And Fake. Angels and Ancestors Oracle was voted the best card deck of 2018 from Spirit Guides Magazine. This is so niche. Everything you're saying is so niche. niche. But like, listen, mine the new was age voted um, best slice of faux American cheese on a cheeseburger in the Southwest area so of Los so Angeles by Cheeseburger Daily. Just so we're clear. Misty is not very woo-woo Wanda. <laughs> I am also not very woo-woo Wanda, but um, uh, although I did listen to a previous episode, we called it woo-woo Wendy. Um, and new age Nan. New age, new age Nan, Nat. New age Nat. Uh, here go the thing. Um, a lot of people d- dig into this. I know they do. And I am trying to keep an open mind, but I'm already feeling... Personally attacked? Yeah. Look at my body language. I'm she gripping, gripping... the sides of the table. Both sides of the table. Straight and arms. Leaning. I'm not relaxed. My stomach is tight. So here's what I, I will... Oh, she's already sweating. Um, so here's what I'll say. Uh, I, I got this book... From Colleen, um, and while you and I may not subscribe to the theory that good thoughts bring positive rewards into your life and bad thoughts reap um, negative disasters disasters or negative outcomes, I think we would agree that positive um, self-talk is beneficial. Very powerful. Right. Absolutely. So um, with that in mind, we'll listen to what Kyle has to say. Okay. And I also, I have no idea what his thoughts and feelings are on angels or spirit guides or other things that he mentioned, but I would really love to believe that I have all of these invisible forces looking out for me in this like army behind me. It's a living through the world. That sounds really nice and I would like to. Yeah. But you know my logic brain I do. is going to... So the contents, he has a couple four words. There's like a soul note, his acknowledgments, and an introduction. Then there's some chapters. Uh, feel the vibes. Raise your vibes. The universe is recruiting you. Vibes in the body. How to use this book. And then there's the structure of this book, which was a surprise to me. It's what? basically like a daily spiritual practice, oh. which was confusing because there's only 111. I was just about to say that only gets you about a third of the way through the year, yeah. barely. So, um, and he moves through chakras, and he moves through nine chakras, not seven. There's ground, which is vibes one through 10, mm-hmm. flow, vibes 11 through 20, ignite, vibes 21 through 30, receive, vibes 31 through 40, express, mm-hmm. vibes 41 through 50, mm-hmm. see, vibes 51 through 60, no, vibes 61 through 70, light up, vibes 71 through 80, manifest, vibes 81 through 90, integrate, vibes 91 through 100, and activate vibes 101 through 111 so um does he talk in detail about the butt chakra um he does not um and then he ends with your light worker declaration so um i'm just gonna read a little bit from light worker which which we heard from rebecca campbell's light Light is is the the new new black. black okay 
Okay, so feel the vibes. Uh, he has Take a quote. acid. Thank you. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It is only changed from one form to another. That's from Albert Einstein. Oh, yeah, that's science. Yes. I like that we're starting off with a little stamp. It's truly outrageous. So he says, um, ever since I was a child, I've been able to feel things about people, animals, and places. It just seems to be there. It's there for all of us, in fact. From early childhood, you too have had the ability to recognize changes in the atmosphere surrounding you. Your intuitive perception has been able to pick up danger, sadness, love, and laughter. I've had this tenfold. For me, there's a feeling, then all of a sudden there's a deep knowing that something is right or wrong. For years, I was desperate to turn these natural senses off because they felt unnatural. Mm. In truth, being able to feel what's going on around us is so natural that it's something most of us take for granted. This doesn't mean that we act on it. We all know what it's like to blurt out the words, I knew that was going to happen, or I should have just listened to myself. Because earlier, we'd felt something change or something inviting us to change. Mm. I believe that something is a vibration. It's energy. Um, and then he talks about how ever since high school, he's been fascinated by Eastern belief um, and uh, the universe. The, those scientists can't exactly figure out what created the universe, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there was something there. Yep. Um, he talks about how feelings, we interpret energy through our feelings, highs and lows. Okay. And then I do love that he says, I love his holiness, the Dalai Lama. I just think he's rad. He is such a dude. Um, he says he's such a dude? Yep. He talks about how he went to see him and he was just like. Didn't they say that a woman will never be the Dalai Lama? He did. And he also said that the world will be saved by the Western woman. So I'm not. Oh, the, the current Dalai Lama yeah, did. The current yeah. Day. Yeah. Okay. And then he talks Come about Come on the this. podcast. He, Your he, Highness. Thank you. Your Holiness. Your Holiness. Okay. His Holiness. His, hol his Holiness. Um, he says, what is a daily spiritual practice? And I know that your strategy brain has often said like, well, how much? What do I do? How much? And oh, so yeah. I, you like I, want, I want a recipe. Yeah. He says, so let's get this straight because I don't want you feeling guilty or frustrated before we even get started. Ooh, I know for a I fact like that. that many people get themselves wound up and annoyed because they find it difficult to maintain a meditation practice or make it to the yoga class they signed up for on time. And let me tell you, I have been in those shoes. <laughs> a daily spiritual practice, DSP, is a choice you make. It's also a massive opportunity to recognize that you are more than just a body. It can be a chosen time daily when you sit in meditation as part of a yoga practice or an energy healing session you give yourself. Although, to be honest, a DSP isn't something you do once a day. It's more an intention you have for the day. Oh. You also invite yourself to recognize that intention at intervals throughout the day. You also invite yourself to recognize that intention at intervals throughout the day. Okay. This is because it's so easy to start the day with positive intentions, but then come across challenges or setbacks in the real world that just make you forget what you intended. Yes. But when you cultivate that garden of your mind, when you begin your day by sowing the seeds of your intention, and every time you come back to them during the day, you invite them to grow, and soon you will have beautiful flowers blooming in your mind, and that sweet fragrance will spread for, through your life. He mentioned earlier in the book that he feels like the mind is like a garden you have to tend to it mm -hmm. and you'll get what you tend to either weeds like will come in and grow and you have to pluck them yeah out. yeah yeah that yeah. makes sense and i i do love this idea of moving through your day deliberately yeah. and setting an intention i think makes me more mindful yeah i mean the brain is a powerful yeah. instrument it's a very very powerful instrument yeah. and it's going to do the least amount of work that it needs to right so going oh how did i say i'd start this day and checking in a few times is a cool way that's to right. become more aware he says so to keep it real and simple because that's really what spirituality is all about a dsp is setting a positive intention in your mind and coming back to them throughout the day to remind yourself of them and receive any internal guidance that is being offered to you great 
Through maintaining a DSP, you will begin to raise your vibration so that you give off bright, light, and happy energy and experience the peace you deserve to feel and the life you deserve to live. What if you don't want a bright, light, energy? I know. I was like, energy? what if your intention is to make people miserable? Or what if your intention is like, I want to be authentic to whatever I'm feeling, like my depression or, you know, not everybody is naturally bright, light, and happy. You're right. And this is my... This is my concern, and like we talked about in the upside of your dark side, yeah. that this positive vibes only has some drawbacks. It has a lot of drawbacks. Yeah. I, I do like that he mentions the difference between spirituality and religion. He says, your DSP doesn't have to involve a god or a religion, by the way. Mm -hmm. It's more about you and your connection to the universe. Mm -hmm. If you have a religious practice, then you can combine it with what we're doing here. There will be no conflict with your belief system because I'm simply encouraging you to recognize your light and feel more in touch with your own divinity. Okay. He says, personally, I say I have no religion. Saying I follow one seems limiting when I'm fascinated by the fact that there are so many roads of love and divine out there. Mm, I like that. Yeah. He says, I'm not religious. I am spiritual. Okay. So chapter two, raise your vibes. Um, he has a quote. If you will change your mind concerning anything and absolutely keep it changed, that thing must and will change too. That's from Emmett Fox. Okay. Mm -hmm. You are the creator of your world. Everything you think, feel, and express is literally moving out into the universe and creating the path for you. Uh, mm -hmm. A thought is like a ripple when you drop a pebble into the water. It moves out and away from you, creating movements and changes in the field surrounding you. Your thoughts are creating the waves in your life. Just as a ripple moves out on the tide and comes back in a wave, so your thoughts come back to you. For that reason, you want to choose thoughts that are working for you, not against you. Raising your vibes includes replacing the old thoughts you have thought about yourself and your life with better ones. And when you change your thoughts, you change your world. Okay. Here is the inherent yep. problem with that. Yeah. Don't think negative thoughts. So if I tell you right now, and we've talked about this a couple times, don't think of a yellow Jeep. Too late. Don't think of a yellow Jeep. If you think of a yellow Jeep, bad things will happen to you. Mm -hmm. Don't think about a yellow Jeep. Just make sure you go through your whole day and week never thinking about a yellow Jeep, and you'll be great. Yeah. You're automatically thinking, oh, God, that's a bad thought, or I can't be thinking a bad thought, et cetera, and it, they just creep in. Like, it's already inherently flawed. Or don't think that you're a victim of systemic oppression. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Oh, fuck you. I know. You will not be surprised to— know that the very next paragraph is him talking about how he first heard about changing his thoughts through Louise Hay uh -huh. and how she was one of the first spiritual authors he read and he instantly fell in love with her. Which, by the way, if you are not familiar with Louise Hay's You Can Heal Your Life, we covered it just a few weeks ago. So yeah. scroll back in that feed and listen to that and it's not... Our you know, favorite. Listen, but we also acknowledge that it was written, and contextually it was written in a time <clears throat> from a woman who walked with incredible privilege. Yes. Who didn't, when, when we didn't acknowledge that privilege was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I asked you if you thought that book needed to be written, and you did. I did. Felt because that it did. Yeah. to have a, a woman, a female author, be so successful was very important. Yes. And to have a woman create a new publishing house was very important. Yeah. And to have a woman write about new age, which wasn't a traditional spiritual, mm -hmm. like religious doctrine. Yeah. I think is very important. But I also can critique her work. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, we can and we will. Yeah. Okay. He talks about the universe. He says it's unlimited and has so much to offer us, but we live in a world of limitations. It sounds crazy when you think about it, but we're led to believe that we can't have what we want and even that we can lose everything we do have. He says that's nothing but an illusion. Uh, I watched my neighbor's house burn down <sighs> in seventh grade. It was one block over from me. So I just walked around the corner and she just watched as her house burned down and everything in it. And I think they got their pets out and everybody was safe. But yeah. You can lose everything. You can lose everything. Yeah. And people do. They do. Also, it reminded me of the four agreements, how we're uh, the the agreements that we make, right? Yeah. That like are kind of given to us. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, by choosing to raise our vibration, we are making a decision to move into a place that is filled with unlimited potential. We're choosing to accept the unlimited energy the universe is willing to offer us. So I guess he would say that your friend needed to live in a different house. Okay, sure. Yeah, we get to. Well, it's know. also like the. Okay, so you've got a family business in the World Trade Center and it's September, the morning of September 11th. 2001. You know what I mean? Like, you can lose everything yeah. and never have thought a bad thought like that. Which is that. the problem you and I have with this Always. M- mindset is that yes. it, it lacks room for others to do ill will. It it does, and it's very victim-blaming. Yeah, it, it puts all of the onus on the individual for yeah. their success or their failure. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. not it's not nuanced enough for no. me. No. It's when, when it's good vibes only – yeah, it's it too simplistic. It is, it is. Um, he's just saying, like, when you raise your vibration, you make room for miracles in your life. You prepare the space within yourself to receive love and support. So I guess, like, after thinking about Louise Hay and her journey, yeah. um, that for, I think for some people who have come from very challenging and difficult circumstances, if truly their mind wiring is, mm-hmm. I don't deserve, I don't deserve, I don't deserve, I'm terrible, I'm horrible, I'm terrible. For sure. To change that mindset is a challenge in and of itself. Yes. And to do so does open them up to new and different possibilities. Absolutely. But it isn't that the power of thought mm-hmm. brought those things into their life. I can't argue that. I can't argue that it is. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I, I think they're two separate things. And maybe this is the crux of all of it. Mm-hmm. Having a anything is possible mindset and getting yourself out of a victim mindset of the world is against me and I just never have the luck of circumstances, that's an empowering thing yeah. to shift into that. And it it can it can make people want to give you more opportunities because you're so great to work with. Yeah. And because you're open to, and you believe there's a solution, so you find solutions more often. You know, like I can see the ripple effects of yeah. that. But that is a different thing yeah. than saying like you can create your own wildly yeah. successful existence yeah. just by thought alone. Yeah. So then he kind of wraps up that chapter by saying – Love is on a high vibration. Gratitude is on a higher vibration. That kind of stuff. Um, Here's a question. Has anybody ever actually measured like vibrations coming off of people? Like is there a scientific way to do that? Because we talk about higher vibes and lower vibes and we talk about colors of auras and yada yada. But is there actually a way to go, oh, I am using an – Altimeter. This is not the no, right. I don't instrument. think so because 
individuals contain multitudes. I am yeah. able of being happy and sad at the same time. Yeah. And but so but, but the I mean like a scientific approach that you're talking about of like when I am when I am happy, I am only this, that's bullshit. Well, like when I uh go into an EKG and they put electrodes on my head, which has happened many times in my life. I used to have seizures. They can measure my brain waves. Mm -hmm. They can measure the electrical activity in my brain. MRIs can see what's going, the brain activity. Like, is there a way to actually measure vibrations? Sure. Except that how do you define what a vibration is? Yeah. And then also how do you ensure that the person who's saying that they're, they're, I'm feeling only this is truly only feeling that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, I, I don't think so, which is yeah. why I think that this There this are flourishes. certain people that walk into a room and I'm like, man, it feels so good to be around them and they yeah. have such good energy. They're on and cocaine. like, that's, that's palpable. They're on cocaine. Yeah. The shrooms they took this morning have kicked in yeah. and they are filled with love. Listen, but you know, imagine a planet where just under 8 billion people all function like that. Oh, it would be awful have you seen that black mirror episode called nosedive yes and it's with jessica um, chest no um, no 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 bryce dallas, bryce howard. dallas howard and she oh man it, that's kind of how yeah that world would function and yeah. that is an incredible episode of television i love that if anybody wants so, to watch it so i think I mean, imagine everybody walking around it to me it feels inauthentic like we talk about okay okay Hold on, last, last thing i'll yeah. say some of the people that I feel most joyous around and safe around and relaxed around are people who are just comfortable with whatever comes up for them. Yeah. Like if I walk into your house and you're like, what's up? You want a LaCroix? I'm like, cool. I'm here for this. Yeah. Like yeah. This, this is loving because I feel you're I'm authentic in being whatever you are right in that moment. I'm just really excited for this next chapter because I can't wait to see Misty's <laughs> okay. face. So this chapter is called The Universe is Recruiting You with an exclamation point. She's already frowning. Uh, Have you seen the signs? Have you seen repetitive numbers on your clock, phone? Yeah, it goes one through 12. Car dashboard. Over and over and over. Even a receipt from the store. Numbers like 111, 222, 333. I actually see some version of like 384, like 6384 or 384. Two, three, eight, Personally, four. I've seen them everywhere. It oh. even started to freak out my friends at one point when my full tank of fuel kept coming out to perfect number sequences like 44, 44. At first, I thought these sequences were angels saying, hello. But in more recent uh-huh. times, I've come hello. to realize there's a larger scale operation going on. Uh. These numbers aren't coincidences. They're messages from the universe inviting us to be ambassadors of positive change or what people know as light workers. Oh, I thought it was Jeff Bezos was involved. Somehow. You're right. That's a, that feels right. A light worker, someone who is here to make a positive difference to the world. I believe that before coming to Earth, all light workers consciously chose to awaken at this time to direct the world into a new age that would be honest and filled with peace and know a love that was divine. I gotta say, they're slacking. They're yeah, they're a, not doing. They're a not good doing job. a great job. Do, are they taking a nap? There is a call of need moving through the universe at this time. Your own need to create a life of integrity and love is also something you chose before you came here. That's a softer way of saying what Louise Hay and The Secret says, right? I So now I get guess. why people say he's more accessible. Yeah. It's I a mean, softer I, way of saying hold on. your so, soul chose everything. Yes, which is that very lively conversation we got into with Tanya, Tanya. TKO. Yeah. I think it was like two weekly beefs ago. Yeah. So 
Is the entire New Age movement constructed on this idea that souls are no very I old? Say the entire and- no, 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 because I think people believe different things. Okay, but some people are definitely into reincarnation. Some people are definitely into the like your soul chooses things. I, but I don't think everybody believes the same thing in New Age. Can I ask you a question? And I am not the authority on New Age. It, right, and I know nothing other than the the books you've presented because I don't want to read any of well, these. I think I think I think this year maybe you're gonna maybe you should try. Yeah, I think maybe I should try. But here's my question about this idea that like souls choose life experiences for their own growth and we choose to come back as these Light things workers. and we choose all this stuff. At some point, isn't a soul brand new? Like for a soul that's thousands and thousands and thousands of years old, wasn't one of their times like a their dinosaur. first fucking time? They're, they were a dinosaur. They were a dinosaur. No, but what I mean is like, you know, <laughs> yeah. in that discussion with Tanya, yeah. she was like, no, well, how old is a three-year-old? And I was like, they're three. And yeah. she was like, no, they might be like 500 billion years old. But it's like, at one point, weren't they actually just three? Yeah. Isn't there a time when a soul's brand fucking new and they're on here for the first time? This is a great philosophical question. Anyway, I know that we're not going to answer it here, but it's just it feels I want to understand the context that Kyle Gray in this book is coming from. Does he feel like souls are Here's old why and I choose? He's accessible because he doesn't really answer that. That's so vague. Like, I could write a New Age book that's vague and feels positive and people can interpret it however yeah, they want. It's called You Are a Badass. Uh, here's 1111 or 111. He says, I'm not going to lie. When I started seeing the numbers 111 or 1111 recurring in my life, I knew there was some sort of spiritual meaning behind it. But it took me a while to figure out what it was because when I Googled it, this is what I do with everything I don't understand. There were so many interpretations of it. I remember getting an 1111 on my iPhone screen one day and deciding to meditate on what its message was for me. What I received was clear, precise, and to be honest, simple. The message I came to know deep within me was nothing new. It was an age-old message we have heard from great spiritual teachers like Jesus and ancient sages like Patanjali, who compiled the Yoga Sutras. It was this, we are all one. As I said, it's nothing new, but when you receive your 11.11 message, you are literally in touch with the divine. You are connected to everyone and everything that ever was, is, and will be. You Misty's face, you guys. And as you are connecting with that frequency, it's important you focus your thoughts on something that is contributing to the growth, healing, and nurturing of this world. So this message is actually something that I really like. That okay. we're all no, seriously, that we're all one and on the same team and of the same stardust whatever. So here's where my brain goes. Yeah. And I say time is a construct by man. Yeah. And we're all, it says eleven eleven on my phone because of a man-made atomic clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that part of it's like whatever, <laughs> whatever. But this idea that like, oh, no, like at our core, we're all oh, yeah. one sure. thing. Or like we're he one with a tree. I like that. The I amness. Okay. okay. Is it capitalized? <laughs> it is. The I A M dash lowercase ness. When it comes to being a light worker, there's a real call from the universe to honor who we truly are, which we learned about in light is the mm-hmm. new black. Mm-hmm. Accepting and embracing who we truly are is what I like to call the I amness, but is also called the I am presence by various other schools of thought. 
When you awaken and align your I amness, you're basically acknowledging that you are part of something greater than you are. This is exactly what happens when you see 111 or 1111 on the clock. You are invited by heaven to acknowledge and accept that you are all part of you are part of all that is. Before delving any further into this book, why not take a few moments to awaken and align your I amness by doing this exercise? Take a deep breath in. Slowly exhale and say, I am the light. I am the light. Now, I will tell you that when I asked my mom to do this, I was reading this with her and she was not on board with it. <laughs> um, and she would refuse to say it because that's what Jesus said in the Bible. And it really. Oh, the I am was, the light? She was like, I will not say that. Oh. And I was like, fucking relax your crack, Linda. Because she felt like that was meant for Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So it was a big fight for us. It was really fun. So I'm going to lead you through this exercise. Okay. So clearly you are a heathen and you do not. Um, you do not. <laughs> I didn't know. Take a deep breath in, slowly exhale and say, I am the light. I am the light. Imagine yourself covered in brilliant white light. Take another deep breath in and slowly exhale and say, you are the light. You are the light. <laughs> Imagine everyone everywhere lighting up. Take another deep breath in and then slowly exhale and say, we are the light. We are the light. See and your we light. need bulk sunglasses. <laughs> See your light and everyone else's light coming together. I feel blind. Yeah. Um, other signs, one, two, three, four, or 1234. What? This is another common sequence that Wait, shows up. Wait, I'm sorry. So now he's just like. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Wait. Is he literally just like looking around the room and being no. like, this is what this could mean? He's saying that these numbers, when these appear, this is an invitation from the universe. This one, he says, he calls is the ladder. It represents moving up the spiritual ladder. You're being told you're taking the right steps to lift your heart and energy and make a positive change in the world. Why not six, seven, eight, nine? Well, that's not what it is. Two, 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 or twenty-two, twenty-two, because he's in uh, Europe and they go on twenty-four London. hour time. Glasgow, Glasgow. This one has a personal resonance with me because I see it so often, and so does my best friend Terry. Every time we see it on our phone, we text each other, and that's most days. When two number twos face each other, they create a love heart shape. I call the twos facing each other swans of love, as they look like swans swimming across a lake. Wait, when they face each so other? So like if you draw two backwards and... Yeah, yeah. but in what time? Nope, 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 nope. When you see this, it's the universe encouraging you to acknowledge the deep love that is within you. While 1111 is all about oneness, 2222 is all about bringing that oneness together. 333 or 333. No. Hang in there. Hang, we got... Nope. I'm gonna... Can I put this on a two times speed? Let me fast forward through. Nope. 333 is an auspicious number in spirituality because it is believed that Jesus lived to this age. Oh, yeah. It's also known as the master teacher number in numerology. So okay. when it shows up, it's telling you not only you're a great leader of some kind, but also leaders and teachers who have gone before you are encouraging you. It's telling you you're a great leader. Yep. Twice a day. 444 or 444. What is happening? In traditional numerology, book? 44 was the number of structure. It became the number of business, planning, and building strong foundations. In recent years, it's become associated with angels, and boy, have those angels used it to their advantage. 44 has become the traditional number of cards in angel card decks. When you see this number, your angels want you to know that they are your biggest fans. The angelic <sighs> realm is drawing close to you. Offering you support and reminding you that you don't have to do everything on your own. This doesn't make any sense. Wait. There's literally no the backing. Next, I'm okay. High pitched noises. Oh. 
These are some of my favorite sounds, so- signs. I call Rape a, whistles. I call a high-pitched noise a download because I believe it shows we're receiving some sort of divine guidance from the universe. A baby shrieking in the back of a movie theater. I like to imagine the human mind and body are like a huge radio that we can tune in to receive different messages from heaven, ascended masters, and angels. Sometimes our frequency isn't fully tuned in, but it can still pick up other channels. And when we hear a high-pitched noise, we are being given a taster of what we can be received. I was recently in Colorado giving a talk, and I spoke the experience of hearing a high-pitched noise. To my surprise, at least 50 people came out to me afterwards to tell me they'd heard these noises for years, and I never understood what was happening. What? When? What? Have you never heard? Basically, it's one of your... When your ears ring. It's when your frequency of, like, an ear is dying. Yeah. Like tinnitus. When it happens to me, as it did earlier today before I wrote this section, I take a moment or two just to acknowledge it. I come to the awareness that I am receiving some sort of guidance, download, upgrade, or information from the angels in the universe. And also that my TV set is doing that emergency test. (laughs) Then I usually close my eyes and breathe for a moment and say the simple prayer. Thank you, angels, for revealing to me what I need to know, even if I don't know it. What? I trust whatever I need to know will be revealed to me in due course. Hearing your name. Hearing their name being called is a sign here, uh, that freaks out a lot of people. Many people get the idea there's some weird spirit following them. Not true. When you hear your name being called, the universe is echoing the love it has for you. By anyone? Yeah. By the, so instead the of hearing, person who's identifying you in a mugshot <laughs> lineup. So instead of having a debate in your mind whether you're imagining it or not, just respond with, I hear your call, universe. Here's the problem with the name Misty. Are you ready? Yeah. Anytime yeah. anyone says, Miss, Mister, I missed you. The universe... I hear you know Misty you. all the time. It's and guess what? You. It's never people saying Misty. People don't say the word Misty. They I don't. I see whenever the, the words USA are written, the letters USA, I uh, see Lisa. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Vibes in the body. Here's where he talks about what to eat. Hold on. I want to talk about anytime you see a square table, like the one that's sitting in front of us, it embodies the four aspects of the universe, which are love, light, space, and time. And so anytime you see a square table, it's the universe telling you that you're an angel here meant to help people through love, light, space, and time. Thank you. Hey, house, I accept a $400,000 book deal. And I'm going to draw a fucking set of cards with squares of different sizes all over it, but 44 of them. Okay. I could go on. Direct all your angry emails to Misty. I'm so mad right now. Okay. The vibes in the body. He talks about blessing your food and blessing your body, but also doing colonic. The vibes in the body. Colonic. Farts. And. Fluids. Green juices. Rumbles. Now we're here to. And squeaks. Now we're here to how to use this book. Which are also four corners. Okay. Okay. Here we go. This this part of the book offers 111 different spiritual techniques that will help you lift your energy and keep your vibes high. All of them are easy and accessible. <clears throat> the lessons are broken into 10 different sections that I'd like to call spheres. Each of these spheres has its own color scheme, chakra, or energy center. It's already too complicated. And focus that can help you strengthen a particular aspect of your life. Are there 111 colors? No. Each member, each is 10, broken down into 10. So you'll see. Okay. So we're going to journey this through the This is math, chakras. and I'm not here for it. Oh, Missy is 
cross-armed and sassy. <laughs> the chakras. Chakra is a Sanskrit word that means wheel and is used to describe an energy center. The idea that there are many different energy centers in the body, which are linked to different aspects of the body, mind, and soul. In traditional yogic teaching, there are seven main chakras on a vertical line up the spine, starting at the base and running all the way to the top of the head. Yep. The root chakra. The energy center is the most, this energy center is the most important because in most things you have to start from the ground up. <clears throat> Found at the base of the spine, this space is all about our security and survival, but it also represents the health of our legs and back. Okay. The sacral chakra. Found just below the navel at the tip of the pubic bone, the sacral chakra governs the reproductive system. This energy space is about our ability to flow with life and express our creativity. Okay. The solar plexus chakra. Lying around the center of the belly, this chakra is our gut instinct and is known as the brain of the body. Oh. This chakra is all about our willpower and ability to achieve and governs the digestive system. Okay. The heart chakra. At the center of the chest, this energy center is all about our capacity to give and receive. It's about love, generosity, and being able to share a loving experience. It looks after the heart and upper respiratory systems, too. The throat chakra. Our ability to communicate, be open, and express ourselves is governed by this chakra. Mm. Not only does it help us speak our truth, but it also has a lot to do with being fully expressive on an emotional level. It looks after the thyroid gland, which is, which is essential for our hormonal stability. The brow chakra, the third mm. eye. <clears throat> the center of intuition and perception, the brow chakra is concerned with our ability to <laughs> perceive on both a physical and non-physical level. It looks after our eyes, but helps us develop our inner vision, too. Mm. The crown chakra. This is the most elevated of the traditional chakras. Some say it's at the crown of the head, while others say it's just above it. This energy center governs our wisdom and our connection to the divine. I have to say, this was the most succinct and clear explanation of chakras mm -hmm. that I've ever read in a self-help book. Yeah. He says, these energy centers are all moving, measuring, and experiencing our journey with us. When we go through challenges in our life, the corresponding chakras can be under pressure. With a daily spiritual practice and conscious awareness of these centers, we can cleanse, balance, and energize them. Mm. As well as the traditional chakras, people are now working with newer chakras to create an even stronger connection to divine wisdom. Some, some say there are nine, but I'm interested in ten, seven traditional and three newer. I mentioned them in my book, Angel Prayers, and they're aspects of the self that we can actualize in our spiritual practice. Wait, is the idea that these just developed or these were recently discovered? Like, what makes them new? That's a great question. Okay. The Earth Star Chakra. This chakra is found 15 to 30 centimeters or 6 to 12 inches below our feet. Below our feet. It is our connection to the earth and our and to the wisdom Great Mother holds for us. We can use it to anchor ourselves to the heart of the earth in order to move in harmony with it. The soul star chakra. This is a three-dimensional star. It's seen as a three-dimensional star. sits six to 12 inches above our crown. Okay. And we can tap into its energy to awaken deep soul wisdom within us and access the insights of heaven. Okay. The stellar gateway chakra. This chakra is so exciting because it represents our ability to connect with the cosmos and bring our hopes and dreams into manifestation. Found around 12 inches above the head, it is like a vortex that we can enter in order to be suspended in the heart of the universe. Okay. Um, okay. He says, although working with chakras can be subtle, uh, the idea is it can have an impact on our life. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. Uh. The closest thing I probably experienced to that is voice work because opening up your throat, relaxing those muscles, breathing really deeply into the belly 
It's true. Like it mm-hmm. completely it taps into connection. emotional sure. expression that, you know, and yeah. if, if you're, if you've got a ton of throat tension and you're not breathing deeply in your belly, yeah. you can, you can't be fully expressive. Yeah. I um, did some uh, uh, presence coaching mm. for a woman who had a book coming out and was going to be doing interviews and whatnot like media presence yeah or how to be like present in the moment when no media presence okay um because she was a writer but now she was gonna have to go on a right, tour right and we worked a lot on opening up her throat oh. and working on breathing and the belly relaxing the belly yes and i straight up gave her a throat crystal a throat chakra crystal what is do you put it in your throat <laughs> Yes, you surgically implant it into your throat. No, I just went to uh, Spellbound here in L.A. And I said, I need a crystal for a throat chakra. And it was this gorgeous blue. And I gave it to her and I was like, this is a totem, right? Mm. You can hold it while you're working on it. You know, it's just a way for you to keep like your intention reminder. present. That's right. Because I, cool. I, I wasn't going to say to this person, this is going to heal your throat chakra. Because I don't believe that either. Yeah. You have to really work at it. Yes. But I said if it if you find that it helps you while you're doing your daily exercises mm-hmm. and practicing, fucking yeah. tuck it into your bra when you go on an interview and it's your extra secret little thing, you know? Yeah. So yeah. whatever, if you find that it's helpful, if it's not helpful, fucking throw it out. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. But it's my gift to you as another thing to help you in your arsenal. Well, I, I like that because it's a um physical. physical reminder of this more theoretical thing. That's right. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. So then he talks about how each of the lessons that he's breaking down, these 111, are connected to the chakras and what their intentions are. Okay. Okay. So, and he's broken it up to a lesson a day. Okay. Um, For three and a half months. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And he doesn't want you to do more than one lesson a day because a spiritual journey can't be rushed. Okay. So that's it. He says, tips for the journey. Make an appointment with yourself every day to do your lesson. If you're traveling and can't take the book with you, write the day's principle or, you know, take it on a piece of paper or take a photo on your phone so you can check in with it. So the rest of the book is just walking you through each of these. That's right. So ground. Again, the ground chakra. It's your root chakra. And he has a picture of the body and he's darkened the chakra so that you can see where it is. That's really helpful. Just a real quick. The chakra is muladhara. The location is the base of the spine. The color is red and the element is earth. Okay. He gives a greater description. Um, okay. And so he says, here's where you start with the foundational practices that are going to support you in your growth and mm-hmm. raise your vibration. Okay. So you're going to pick a vibe one through ten. Or one through nine. One through ten. Seven. Number seven. It's cool to be kind, baby. Yeah, it is. The spiritual law of attraction is simple. It teaches that whatever we believe to be true is what we're going to experience in the world. Well, you picked a great one. Uh. It's really important to bring this ancient (laughs) and sacred teaching into your awareness so you can cultivate a mindset that is working for you, not against you. So he talks about your inner dialogue. Um, the body is the home of your soul. Yes. Begin to chat lovingly with yourself, etc. Now, here's the vibe of the day. Mm-hmm. So everything has a vibe of the day. And this is where you, you, you'll get it. So this is where your lesson is or your, the thing that you say. Okay. Today's vibe of the day. Today I choose to be kind to myself. Today I choose to honor my soul. Today I recognize that my natural state is good. I allow all false thoughts and criticisms to fade away. My kindness is a prayer to the divine within and the divine in others. I allow kindness to flow through all areas of my life. Then he has a hashtag share your vibe. My kindness is a prayer to and demonstration of the natural goodness that is within us all. And I like that. Yeah, listen, it's just That's a nice thing to go into the day with. I think the other the other thing that's great about this is that 
if you had no idea where to start and why he's accessible, mm-hmm. you're kind of he's walking you hand. You know what I mean? Like, him. yeah. And this is not Eckhart Tolle who's like, we are the awareness that is aware that there's an awareness. Nope. You know, it's nope. like, oh, okay, here's a thing I can actually dip my toe That's into right. the pool of so, the New Age ocean. Yes. So the next st- uh, next one is flow. Okay. This is the um, Svadhisthana chakra, the sacral. It's between the genitals and the pubic bone. Its color is orange and its element is water. Uh, Svadhisthana is the Sanskrit word meaning one's own place. Okay. It's the name of spiritual energy center that governs every aspect of creativity, mm. including creating life on earth. Mm. If the sacral chakra were in nature, it would be the water replenishing the soil and allowing seeds to germinate and grow. Okay. So here you begin to step into the flow of your world. Connect to the element of water and make space inside yourself to honor the more sacred aspects of your being. Okay, so pick between 11 and, 12, 11 and 20, so oh. 12. <laughs> she was ready. 12. Embody your body. Have you noticed that it has become popular and even on trend to be busy? We go around with full <laughs> schedules and have grown used to being on the go. Mm, Misty. Mm. Mm, maybe that mm. was divine intervention. Mm. What time is that? Is that? It is currently 1204. 1204. 1204. It's a swan floating across the lake of divinity Mm -hmm. with the four corners of the It's the I am one with the universe. I am love. And then there's a zero. And then there's a foundation. So this is perfect for you. (laughs) Stop it. There's nothing wrong with being busy. But sometimes when we get pulled into the vortex of activity, we forget about our own needs. Uh Have you ever allowed yourself to become addicted to being busy? Do you feel lost when your schedule for the day is empty? I use it as a numbing technique. Thank you. So um, have you ever noticed if you've had a really busy few months, when you finally take a holiday or day off, you get sick? That's your body making sure you finally stop and just take some time to be with yourself. Mm. Today, you're encouraged to come back to your body. Take some time to give thanks for this amazing vehicle and the messages it sends you. Yeah. (coughs) Excuse me. I am sick. Um, uh, what did you do to bring that on to yourself? Well, I How are you a, responsible for I am it? a human being who in the world encountered a germ. Okay. Your body <laughs> is the home. I'm 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 glossing through this one because it's a long one. Your body is the home of your soul. Listen to it and learn how it can support you on the way. Here's your vibe of the day. Okay. Closing your eyes and taking a few deep breaths, just become aware of your body and the natural flow of your breath. Thanks. Instinctively place your hands on a part of your body that you feel needs your attention or some more energy. Breathe deeply into your hands and allow your breath to carry extra life force energy into this area of your body. Listen to anything you feel your body wants you to know. Become aware of the natural signs, signals, and messages it sends you. When you're ready, set your intention with these words. Today I choose to arrive within my body. It feels so good to be connected to the natural message my body sends me. Every cell of my being is blessed today because I am in touch with a deeper part of myself. I am so grateful for the chance to know when my body needs my attention and love. Every breath I take restores me in every way that's right for me. I am embodied, connected, and in touch with who I truly am. And share your vibe, hashtag share your vibe is my body always tells me what it needs. I am so grateful to be in my body that today I will show up completely nude. Hashtag completely nude. There you go. For ign- I, I really like that. I mean, I do like this whole, like, I'm grateful for my body. And yeah, it's so here's what I like about that is it's Louise Hay without saying, oh, do you have a cough? It's because you are neglecting your mother do you know what i mean oh yeah no she's like do you have a left eye twitch this goes back to a childhood trauma and it's like okay mm-hmm. okay 
Or All I've right, been Louise. staring at the computer screen too long. Yeah, or like I'm low on potassium and I need to eat a banana and there that's all it is. Okay, so he does this for all the, the rest chakras. of the chakras. Yuck. Okay. So that's uh, so that he does for the rest of those. And then at the very end, um, there's uh, – so, I'm, I'm paging, I'm paging. You get yeah, it. You she's, get it. Uh, Lisa is leaving through the book. You get it. You the get book. it. You get it. There's all of these. So that's why I was confused because I, 111, I thought it would be like – just things and rather it's like a daily spiritual practice which I didn't understand from the front of the book no Mm -hmm. anyway so then at the end it's your light worker declaration and he's kind of like a declaration is a formal statement or announcement but you can make this declaration once or you can make it often and then he says, in the blank spaces, say your name, or if you own a copy of this book, please write directly into it. So I just kind of like that he's like, just just own it. Yeah. Oh, and then he and then there's an actual declaration. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We are the light in yeah. the great. You know, Isabella. that's it. But that's okay. that's raising your vibration. All right. Uh Lisa, what did you love about this book? Oh, I thought you were gonna start with the old I'm going to. Okay. We'll get there. Um what I liked about it is it feels Louise Hay adjacent. It feels like a much gentler Louise Hay. Do you know what I mean by that? And you liked that? Like, you feel like people should be, like, getting into Louise Hay? I thought that if you wanted something more spiritual yeah, that isn't religious, yeah, but you don't want to be told that your child has uh, – a hearing problem because you're doing something in the home they don't want to hear. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that it's approachable. If yeah. you want to approach things if like that. If you want to, and if you're looking for a daily spiritual practice, if you'd like to do something that's a little more spiritual and in and, and touch with your body. And yeah. this and this isn't like I feel like this is very take it or leave it. Uh-huh. You know, like when right. I read that 111, I was like, all right. But it wasn't like I can't tell you what's going to happen to you if you don't do that, which feels very Louise Hay to me. Oh, yeah. A little more menacing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think my instinct is just like, I just want everyone to approach New Age stuff with caution because it feels like it's so... So it's like, cool, this is more approachable, more accessible, and also approach with caution. Yes. This is what I want to scream, but that's my own So if somebody's lens. kind of like, I'm hearing about stuff, I'm hearing about like people are saying about vibrations, whatnot, this feels like a safe thing for me because he also continually says this is what I did for me this is what I did for me right 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 and it's it isn't not like a... well if you have back pain it's because you don't have any support in your life or you're not doing it right <clears throat> okay yeah. okay if you, you don't have support in your life my god what did you hate about this book um I hated that it didn't say in the be- what it was going to be was a daily spiritual practice mm-hmm. and it's like it's not a book it's a it's a it's a devotional right Right. Um, did this book need to be written? Yes. Really? I would love I would love for more New Age to be this and mm. to get out of the 1970s Hay House approach, which right. is um my way or the hi- or the Hayway. Oh, she didn't. She did not. Um and I think the some of the newer stuff is here. um but to me this felt practical in a way yeah like here are the ancient sanskrit teachings of chakras yes here's how i have made them accessible for you in a five minute here's a thing you can say here's yeah five minute yeah daily thing yeah just to bring some intention into your life if you want to buy all the stuff about 11 11 and 44 44 Mm -hmm. 
fine. Uh-huh. If you don't, fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you read the first thing and you're like, I definitely believe in angels and talking to animals, you're in. If you're like, eh, you don't have to. Yeah. Okay. And it feels like you already answered the question, who's this book perfect for? It's for somebody who wants to access this stuff. I think so. In a way. Who's this book terrible for? I think it's terrible for somebody who uh, is not into any kind of spirituality mm-hmm. and is into religious doctrine. Like, this really upset my mom. Yeah. Um, I think it's terrible for somebody who um, is not into or feels victimized uh or oppressed on a systemic level. Yeah. Although this is, I would say, secret light, right? Okay. It doesn't say, like, everything you want will happen if you just have the right thought. It just says you have the power to change the way your day goes. You know what I mean? Oh, I like that. You know, it, yeah. it didn't feel to me like... Like, oh, like these sweeping... You can, your whole life can you're be You're going to own want. an island as soon as you I get mean, your you chakras know, aligned. I don't feel like in any sense of the world would this man ever say people in the Holocaust died because they had negative thoughts. Oh, good. Okay, Do you know what good. I mean? I yes. didn't get that sense from him at all. Which is what motherfucking Rhonda Byrne and her 14,000 contributors to yeah. that book. I, so, so for me, mm-hmm. I felt like this was, hey, this is how I live my life. And if you'd like to dabble in it, here's a, here's a way to do it. Okay. I like that. And did you try anything from this book? Yeah, I did. I tried a couple of the um, intentions. I fell off, you know, because yeah. I wasn't into 111 days of it. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're, they're benign. Um, so I didn't feel like I was really having to adjust hard. Right. Right. Uh, do you have any homework for me? Oh, I no, I wouldn't homework. do that to you. Thank you. I mean, I, I do like this idea of uh, waking up in the morning and setting an intention for the day. Yeah. Even if it's like— Do you want that uh, to be your homework? No. Okay. No, because it's something that I actually um, have already been— trying this week and I like wrote in my journal like what I want my intentions to be so I'd like to amend who I think this book is perfect for yeah this book is perfect for somebody who wouldn't even know how to do that oh great yeah 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 right yeah you woke up in your journal and you're able to set like someone new to mindfulness someone new to intentions what do I do yeah he literally gives you a it's like a thing. gateway book. Yeah, it's like two or three paragraphs and then the vibe of the day. Sit this way, do this, imagine this, say this. That's cool. Easy. Okay. All right. Then, yeah, I don't want homework. No, because you, you already do it. Thank you. And I, I also, for anybody listening who's like, Misty, don't be so skeptical. You're wrong about this. Or here's where you're misunderstanding. Like, write to us. Go help yourself podcast yeah. at gmail.com. I do. I genuinely do want to know because I think, like, my life might be easier if also, I believed in let's be clear I'm not a fucking convert okay yeah I just because I've I've borne the brunt of reading all of the and this isn't like New an accuse j'accuse she says it as she's pointing at me j'accuse <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean like in, in the spectrum of the books I've read yeah this to me feels harmless Oh, great. I like a harmless book because some of these books are really damaging. Yeah. And really bad. Because also somebody's like, every time you see 111, the universe is telling you you're one. I'm like, okay. That's how I respond. I'm like, okay. If I want to believe that, great. Yeah. And if I don't, 
But you're right. It's like 111 at a totally different time in France than it is in Australia than it is here. You know, he's saying, yes. And so I think where you and I are like, but logically, how does that work? Yeah. He's just saying, oh, no, it's just. It's a reminder. It's a touchstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where he may believe it is the universe actually trying to reach out and touch Misty. Mm -hmm. I might be like, cool, that's another opportunity in the day for me to connect yeah, to something larger than myself absolutely but i also i'm like? like it's 111 shit i was supposed to do something at one o'clock i'm 11 minutes late what white lie can i come up with yeah or why why did i do that thing the last time my power went out where i set all my clocks two minutes fast to scare the shit out of myself but then i know i did it so did it doesn't work two minutes fast scares the yeah. shit out of you oh yeah. oh you wound up tight and i like that about you it's true because i'm always like i need to leave at like 8 59 and then i, I see the 8 59 i'm like but it's really 8 57 i used to do that and then I liberated myself and just made it the actual time. I've been thinking of doing because literally my car clock is two nope. minutes off. I'm telling you the two minutes the mental energy you spend it's doing the math oh it's not worth it. Liberate yourself. Yeah I will because I, I need to just live life in the now mm-hmm. right and and be um, honest with myself. Why don't you raise your vibration? Uh, look without everybody <laughs> life, life is, is abundant. abundant. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias. Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast. Twitter at G-H-Y podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.